Hey everybody, I'm Jack Midkiff and welcome to my podcast. I'm glad that you're here today. I'm going to be talking about something that I believe is really important and I hope that it helps you. I hope that it blesses you. The, the whole purpose of this podcast is to be an inspiration, of course, and to help you with some thoughts and ideas and different things that possibly might encourage you uh, through your day and through the weeks and all that. But also to give you information, and that's what today's podcast is about, is to give you some information about how to encourage yourself. You know what? Sometimes sometimes if we don't encourage us, we won't get encouraged because no one else is responsible for you but you. Jesus Christ has given you the ability and the the authority over your own space that you can make the decisions of of how your day goes and what you do to make those days go the way you want them to. If you want to have a bad day, it's your prerogative. You can do that. But if you want to have a good day, it's your choice. And so today I want to give you some uh, things that I believe could help you to uh, have a better day. But before we get started, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity to be together with my friends. I ask you to bless this time and um, just direct my words in the way that would be most helpful to not only myself, but to my friends. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's topic is about books. Books are so important. Uh, it's been said that if you look into graveyards, sometimes that you, you know, you, you see all those names and you see the date they were born and the date that they died and you see the little hyphen in between. Somebody said, well, that hyphen is what really has the most meaning because that represents their lives. And then I've heard people say that the graveyard is a place where some of the the most potential of people have just gone to to always be and never be uh, ex- you know an example or given to us on the earth and basically what that means is some people die with never writing that book some people die with never have recorded that music or stepped out into their purpose whatever the case may be well I'm thankful for those people that have deposited and left the revelation that God's given them to us. Um, sometimes the uh, writers that I read from have actually already passed away. Sometimes they're still alive. And we just need to look at books as mentor- ways for our mentors. I have mentors in my life that I've never met. I have mentors in my life that were were gone from this earth before I was ever born. And well, how, how can they be a mentor to you, Jack? Well, the reason and the way that they're mentors to me is the knowledge, revelation, and information that they had in their heart and in their mind that they learned, whether God gave them that revelation or whether they learned it, they left in books. And they left in, now I think most of the books I'm going to show you today, the, uh, the writers are still presently alive. So that's good. They've got more books in them to share with us. But uh, the point is, if you find someone that 
you desire to have their information that they have inside of them, their life maybe or their ministry or their career or whatever is an inspiration to you, find a book that they've written. Find a talk that they've given, maybe on YouTube or someplace else. Learn from them, and it'll do you good. The first book I want to share with you today, of course, I believe uh, in starting at the beginning, and, and my suggestion, of course, the first book that is most important in my life and is most important for you to get into your life is the Bible. And I use my devices, my phone, my iPad, my computer, I use them a lot to study, but I love Bibles. I love to hold Bibles. I love to touch them. I love to read out of them. This particular Bible was given to me, and I don't know if the date is actually here, but this Bible was, no, he didn't write the date in it, but this, uh, a friend of mine gave me this Bible in about 1991, and I've used this Bible off and on. I have like stacks of Bibles, but I always go back to this one because I don't know. It just, um, it has nothing to do with it being more spiritual than another Bible. It just, uh, it's maybe familiarity, but I love this Bible. It's actually a Thompson Chain reference Bible, and it's got wonderful things in it that helps, but I don't know. I just, uh, I like the way it feels, and it's just, I, 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 I've had it since before my first child was born, and I've used it, and I've got little notes all in it. And so the Bible is the most important book in my life because I believe that the Bible is the infallible, inspired Word of God, meaning it comes straight from the heart of God, and there's no mistakes. Now, um, somebody said, well, God didn't write it in his own hand. You're right. He gave it to people. And there's all kinds of different ideologies about translations, whether they're good, whether they're bad. I'll leave that for you to determine. My point is get in the Bible, find what the Bible has to say about you and be a better person because of it. Now, speaking of the Bible, um, <clears throat> this book right here came into our family several years ago and uh, someone had gifted it to uh, my wife and um, so she started using it and then she started she introduced it to our church and our church has really used this in so many instances and scenarios we've had bible studies we've had groups uh, join and talk and discussion groups what this is called it's 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 the bible but this, and you can get it in any translation that you want it in, but it's called the One Year Bible. And it's basically 15 minutes a day. If you read this 15 minutes a day, you will have read the entire Bible in a year. And now there's other plans, and you can do that in your regular Bible. And all. you don't have to have this, but this is just another help. Uh, you don't have to go to Starbucks for coffee either. You can make it at home, but it's fun. And it's, it's good. It's, it's helpful to have a place that you can go get coffee outside your house. It's convenient. Well, that's kind of what this is. It's helpful. It's fun because I like the New Living Translation personally in this particular one. And, man, it leaves nothing to the imagination. Those hard words <laughs> that you can't uh, read sometimes, it breaks it down in our English. Same meaning, 
it's just a, a good help. Now, I want to talk about some books that have really helped me. And um, I don't say this about everything, but there's a couple books. Actually, I've got three books that I make this statement. These books changed my life. And the reason they changed my life is the information in them brought a concept to me that I'd never understood before, never even heard of before I read these books. And it changed the way I view things. It changed the way that I approach things. And so I'm going to get right into it. The first book, of course, anybody knows me knows what this is going to be because I talk about it a lot. The author of this book is Dr. Bill Winston. He's a pastor in Chicago, Illinois. He's a wonderful man of God. And the name of this book is The Law of Confession. So in this book, he talks about how, how important it is and what your words do. And he is a pilot. And so he uses an illustration in the introduction in this book that is, it just opened my mind and opened my eyes of what our words do. At this time, I want to point out that uh, I've been challenged a couple times about the teaching of this book being New Age. This book is not New Age, nor do I believe in New Age. You can't hope and, and think about something hard enough to manifest it in your life. Mm -mm, no. Things come into our life because we align our words with the Word of God. And the Word of God, with our faith and hope in Jesus Christ, brings things into our life. You can say manifest if you want to. I'm not scared of that word. But it's not in a way that, um, that other beliefs teach it. This is, this is so biblical. And its, it's basis is on one verse. And then this book is absolutely... You can't read a page in this book unless he gives you several scriptures for what he is teaching. And so therefore, it's not, it's not something that he's just saying, hey, this is what I think. He uses the Word of God to, to show you. But the, the verse that, that is the basis for this teaching is in Proverbs 18:21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So many times we say little things like my head's killing me. I don't say that anymore because my head isn't killing me and I don't want to die. Quite frankly, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Or uh, that blows my mind. I don't want my mind to be blown. I don't I don't want to be able not to comprehend and you say oh that's just silly no it's word because if you believe the word then you have to walk by the word and that's why this book is so important to me because it helps me understand the power that's in the spoken word that's why we make sure that we sing you know the the songs we do in our church is we want them to be biblical we want them to be inspiring, uplifting, and we want them to be productive. And so the words that I preach, listen, I'm anything but a perfect man. I'm anything but a man that hasn't made mistakes. But I'm also a man that believes that just because I have a certain particular circumstance, that in no way changes the Word of God. 
it doesn't change the power of God. So I want to better myself, and the way that I do that is to get revelation, and sometimes that revelation comes from other people, and this revelation has changed my life. And, you know, from time to time living in this world, we all can kind of drift. And that's why I've read this book, I can't even tell you how many times. I keep a copy on my phone, on my iPad. I've got a copy on my computer. And I've got a copy, of course, that I can hold in my hands. So, Pastor Jack's number one pick, The Law of Confession. Second, another book that changed my life is written by a man by the name of Dr. Mike Murdoch. This book helped me understand something in a season in my life as a pastor. I saw this reoccurring. One day, I believe that the Holy Spirit revealed to me there was this reoccurring thing that kept happening in our church, and it kept being destructive. And so... I prayed. I can even tell you where I was. I'm not going to, but I can tell you where I was. I was, I was doing business somewhere else, and I was sitting in this, in this office, and I said, God, I don't want this to continue to happen. Something has to be. And just a few days after that, I found this book. Even my words in saying what I just said, I asked God, and then I started looking and searching. Faith without works is dead, y'all. So look around. Don't wait on somebody to just walk up to you and hand you a book. Go find someone that you want what they have in their life and find their books. And that'll help you. So I found this book. I'd already read some things from uh, Dr. Murdoch, but when I found this book, it, it caused me to find a lot more that he's written. But this is called The Law of Recognition. Um, the Law of Recognition... Well, first of all, let me back up just a second. The law of confession says that <clears throat> I say what God's word says, no matter the circumstance. That's the law of confession. I confess the word instead of the obvious. Okay. Well, the law of recognition says whatever I need is already present in my life awaiting my recognition. There's a story in this book that he tells, and I'll try to make it quick, but he wanted a, he wanted a pond. He wanted... Um, like a, a beautiful yard. He wanted a place for a gazebo. He wanted a little hill. And his property was just flat. He had several acres, but it was just flat. And um, so he was looking at selling his property so that he could go and purchase. He loved the house. He loved the location. He just wanted some other things on his property. So he had someone come to do some work for him one day, and he was telling this guy, and he said, well, why don't you just do that here? And he said, what do you mean? He said, well, we could take that area right there, get the dirt out of it, and make a pond. He said, because he, he loves water, and he wanted, a, uh, he wanted water on his property. So they took the dirt out of that area and treated it however you treat areas to make a pond. And they made a pond. Well, they had all this dirt, so they put it over on another part of the area of his property when it made a little mound. It made a little hill. So he put a gazebo on that hill. He said he walked out there a few days later and was like, this is exactly what I want. He put a, a little pump system in there, I think he said, so it makes he can hear water run. He's got this uh, purific, 
purification system in it so he keeps uh, certain fish in there and keeps them healthy and um and then over here he's got this little hill with a gazebo where he can go and just have a peaceful time and it was all right there the whole time waiting for him to recognize it when i and there's so much more to that law and to that teaching than that but that's just an example you never know what's already in your life you never know who is already in your life just waiting on the recognition so pastor jack's pick of number two is the law of recognition now going to number three the believer's authority now i told you earlier that the all the authors that i was going to talk about today were still living well i had this book hid and this is number three i didn't i I forgot that i had it here sorry about that but because this man has been in heaven many many years but he left so many wonderful teachings and books and sermons his name is kenneth e hagan and this book is the believer's authority do you understand as a believer you have authority over anything that god has authority over because you have the right to use god's authority as a believer and that's exciting to me. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I need that authority. Now, the example that I want to give you that he uses in this book, it's like a police officer. So a person that's a police officer can be driving down the road and he can see an accident or something. And if he's in his car and he's in regular street clothes and he pulls over to direct traffic, he can step out in the middle of the road and probably get hit. and maybe flipped off and all that kind of stuff if he starts to try to stop people because they don't recognize who he really is that same guy with nothing changing except he goes home and gets his marked police car with the little lights on top he puts his uniform on with the badge and then he goes down parks in the same spot gets out of his car and he doesn't even have to do anything and people start paying attention to what he's going to do They start slowing down. They start paying attention because they understand his authority. Why do they understand his authority? Because he's wearing it. He he has his badge on. Now, physically, he does not have the strength to stop a car. But that badge, that um, oath that he took when he took that job, gives him the authority to step out in the middle of that road and put his hand up. And just because he puts his hand up in the air, that driver of that car has to stop and has to pay attention. That's called authority. Well, the believer has the same authority, even better and bigger than that, through Jesus Christ and the relationship that he has in your life with you so we can take the word and we can speak to the enemy who's the enemy satan we can speak to the enemy and he has to listen because of the name of jesus you and i don't have the authority or the power to stop satan no more than that police officer has the physical strength to stop that car i don't have the ability in my own efforts to stop satan But because of the authority that police officer is given, he can hold his hand up and that car stops. 
Well, you can speak the word of God and the word of God stops the enemy. So we need to know about the believer's authority. Pastor Jack's pick number three is the believer's authority. Now, those are really the only three books plus the Bible. So number four, the Bible's number one and then other books. This is one. This is two. This is three. Those are really the only books that I say changed my life, right? But there's other books that I've read that I've actually read this book several times, at least three, maybe more than that. I used to, there again, I had this book on my my phone, and I can remember being at my daughter's softball game um, in Chattanooga several years ago, and there was a big time between games, and so I was reading this book, and and it just I learned things in this book that day that really has impacted my life in a great way. So I remember that day, the uncommon leader. So there's a lot of common things in this world, and you may even feel like you're an, a common person, nothing too special, nothing too great. But with the power of God inside of you, you can do uncommon things with the determination you can do uncommon things there's people in history that have done uncommon things um, because they believed in themselves they believed in um, what they knew and they trusted that and so they if i say the word the name steve jobs he's pretty he's pretty uncommon he did some phenomenal things the devices that we're using today um, to bring this podcast to you. We can do that because of him. So he may have started as a common guy, but he made an uncommon contribution. Um, So many other people in this world have done. Joel Osteen, just a common, his dad was just a common cotton picker. In his family owned a cotton farm in Texas and he was just a, a common cotton picker and he decided he wanted to do something great well look at where his son Joel is today pastoring one of the largest churches in the world in Houston Texas that's an uncommon thing well if you want to be an, and this particular book isn't particularly just written to Christians about Christian activity. This um, is actually, you can use this as a businessman or a businesswoman. You can use this to learn uh, how to be an uncommon leader and do great things. The last one that I want to share with you today is, uh, is this book, The Power of Favor by Joe Osteen. I was gifted this book um, a couple Christmases ago. And there again, you can find it <laughs> on my devices, and I have uh, have a copy, obviously, too. But the power of favor is so, so strong for a believer if you desire it. Um, God's favor, one moment of God's favor can take you to where, to places that a lifetime of struggle can't get you to. So we've got to know the power of God's favor. So those are a few books that I just wanted to share. My office is, uh, my, I've got shelves in my office that are full of books. 
we have a bookstore here at High Praises. Um, I spend a lot of money on Amazon, and and a lot of that goes to books. That's where I buy my blue jeans too, but um, that's where I buy books. But books are a way for you to get knowledge. And you know what? I also love to read. I've got some Louis L'Amour books. They're great sources of entertainment. Books are just wonderful. And I encourage you, you can, you can read however you want to read through your electronic devices. But sometimes it feels good just to pick up a book, get you a cup of coffee, and um, expand your knowledge. I pray that that's what you're able to do. Lord, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this day being possible. And thank you for the inspiration for those who have written things that you've inspired them to, to give us in every arena of our life. And I pray that we would be better people because of the books we choose to pick up. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I'm Jack Midkiff, and you've been a part of my podcast today. Why don't you share this if you found any of it uh, helpful, entertaining, funny. Why don't you share it with your friends? I'd love to be a part of their life because I'm thankful that I'm a part of yours. I'll see you next time.